Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Raising the Vibration with Sheena Metal only on LA Talk Radio. It's Raising the Vibration right here on LA Talk Radio, where every Monday night from 7 to 9 p.m., we ask, what can we do to make the world a better place? You know, the day after our presidential election here in the United States, uh, which was also my mother's birthday and my first without her, I founded a movement of peace, love, kindness, and unity called I Am Raising the Vibration of the Nation and the World. Uh, it never occurred to me that I would have a radio show, although I don't know why, because everything in my life seems to become a radio show. But on that day, that day that our presidential election results were announced in the morning of that day, uh, I had planned to do a radio show with my very dear friend and wonderful psychic medium, Chip Coffey. And uh, even though that was a tough day uh, for a lot of Americans, he still came on and did the show. And that was the day that I founded the Raising the Vibration movement. So how appropriate is it and how beautiful and how amazing and how vibrational raising that I would have Chip here as one of my first guests here on the radio show. So please welcome uh, one of the most talented spiritualists I know and an incredibly aware and active civil rights activist and advocate and one of my very very dear friends the wonderful chip coffee is here hello my friend welcome to raising the vibration hello my darling thank you for having me on your show as always oh, oh I my god love love having you on and chip was just a guest on my daily show here on la talk radio called the sheena metal experience uh last friday for two hours where we really talked about the state of the nation and i guess tonight we're going to talk a lot about the spiritual state of the nation and of the world and uh, you know, where we're going as people and what we can do spiritually to keep our heads above water and, and stay positive through what looks to be a very scary time, not only in our country, but in the world. Absolutely. I mean, you look around, just just today I was watching some things on the Internet and the folks in various other countries, their reactions to what's going on in the United States. It's just, it's, it's global. It's not just us. You know, it's not an us and them. It's it's the grand us, and they're looking at what's going on in our country and shaking their heads just like a lot of us are. Absolutely, but look at what happened with Brexit, right? Look at how unhappy a lot of people in England are about Brexit, and then and then Italy, and upcoming is the France election and the and the German election, right? And they're saying it's it's all going to go the same way. You know, I have a theory as a spiritualist, and you know, it's it's just that I have faith. It could be wrong that the universe's design is is an equal split of light and dark. And, you know, sometimes light wins and sometimes dark wins. And the struggle of being here on the earth, which I like to call soul school, is to make sure that you can keep your own light within you even when there's darkness around you. And that's not always easy to do, is it? No. No. It's it's not always easy to do. You know, I, I had a guest on, on my show, my Sheena Metal Experience show today, and we were talking about how important it is that even when you go through time in your life, and I've had, you know, because we're friends, I've had an 18 months from hell, that you, yeah. you yeah. have to find a way to find the peace and the hope 
and the and the raised vibration and the uplifting spirit within yourself even when it seems like things in your own life are crumbling around you and you know right in the middle of that was the election so it it just seems like on so many levels of my life this has been crazy from the the summer of 2015 until now and i keep waiting for the crazy to die down and it it just keeps getting crazier so i've had to learn to over the years to really find the solace and the warm place inside of me where I can continue to be productive and bring peace and make the world a better place, even though sometimes the the world is not agreeing with me as much. Well, there's certainly been a lot of mind-numbing, soul-crushing stuff going on recently. And, you know, as with you, we all have our own stuff in our personal lives. You know, some more than others, of course. I mean, some people just la di da di da di da along and don't seem to have much going on in their lives, and they just float along. And then there are others of us who face some unique challenges quite often. But that coupled with the, 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 the state of the world, I mean, it can be, it can be burdensome. It can, it can really take its toll on us, Sheena. It can do that. And that's that's what I'm assuming we're going to talk about is what can we do to remain vigilant and remain strong without losing hope, without feeling defeated, without, you know, giving in to the oppression and the feelings that we feel that are so, I don't know, like I said, mind-numbing and soul-crushing. I agree. And it's and it's and and this is not a show where we're devoid of sociology and and sociopolitical aspects of the world, because that's part of the vibration, too. You know, this isn't like a show where we all just sit around and eat marshmallows and talk about how God is good and everything's wonderful. Wouldn't it be nice if that was a show we could have? But I think part of raising the vibration is realizing that there's an opposition and you're, there's a struggle because if there wasn't, the vibration would always be raised and we wouldn't be working to raise it. So part of you know getting people together to work to raise the vibration is to say, look, we know this isn't a perfect world. Not everybody in the world is perfect. Not everybody in the world is filled with light. And so we need, as, as you know, children of light, to work to bring as much light into the world as we can because, you know, there are others who are not moving in that direction. There are people who thrive on chaos and negativity and, and you know, uh, divisiveness and separatism and bigotry and hatred. And those are all the things we need to stand against and... Uh, you know, it's so funny because my mom said to me once, because she was such a cool mom, like I said, I, you know, I, my friends are drinking. What should I do? She's like, oh, if you want to drink, I'll get whatever you want. We'll have it here. Get drunk here the first time. Do what you want. I drank. So I was never in a hurry and I wound up never having a drop of alcohol in my life. And that was pretty much that attitude was pretty much what made me the person that I am, which is somebody who never drank, never did a drug. Uh, you know, I'm not sexually promiscuous. Was that too much information? Um, you know, she gave me this great curfew. I never broke it. So one day when I was like, I don't know, in my 20s or 30s, she said, you know, sometimes I wonder if I didn't give you enough to rebel against as a child. And I think what she didn't realize was that she gave me tons of things to rebel against. But the things she taught me to rebel against were darkness, negativity, hatred, 
bigotry, homophobia, racism, judgmentalism. I mean, these were all the things that she taught me to to rebel against. So, no, I never broke curfew and crawled in a window at 4 o'clock in the morning, but I have my whole life been fighting with light against negativity. And I think we go through phases in our world where the negative forces are stronger than at other times, and and I think this is one of those times. You're preaching to the choir. You know? So, You're so, preaching to the choir over here. I'm raising my hands and saying hallelujah <laughs> to you. I'm in the amen corner over here. Aren't you wonderful? So, I'm so, totally sitting, in the, I'm sitting over here in this pew and amen going to do you. So, so. <laughs> so who knew? Who knew this was where my life was going to go? I was just an actor. So so as a spiritual person who who feels everything, who has porous spiritual skin that takes everything in and who has to keep that channel open because that's part of your job and your calling what is a, a climate like we've had in our country the last couple of years and like there is in the world right now how does that make you feel and how do you deal with that that's a good question uh you know i deal with it on a day-to-day basis and i think like so many of us i think you know, I keep coming back to those two terms, mind-numbing and soul-crushing. I think so many of us who are able to see the writing on the wall and see it for what it ab- absolutely is realize that our country is in trouble. Uh, you know, we're, we're in a crisis situation right now. We've got, I've lived for 62-plus years, Sheena, and I've never... I mean, I lived through protests for civil rights. I've lived through protests for, against, rather. I've lived through protests against the Vietnam War. You know, but I've never seen the likes of such unrest, if you will, with a sitting administration. I mean, and we're only a week and a couple of days in, for gosh sakes. You know, we're, we're, it's brand new, and if it's like this, I mean, are we going to go through four years of this or potentially eight years of this? Is this, is this uh, you know, honestly, you talk about raising the vibration. I'm thinking about raising my vibration and packing up my stuff and getting the hell out of Dodge. You know, it's the first time I've ever felt like my country is being taken away from me. Like, the country that I love so much is, is being stolen away from me by someone who feels like a fuhrer or a dictator rather than a president. And, you know, I think what we need to do is we need to remain, and, and this is a challenge, absolutely a challenge for many of us. I think we need to try to remain as positive as we can, and that doesn't mean that we can't be politically active. It doesn't mean that we can't resist. It doesn't mean that we can't challenge what is being served to us on a, on a, on a plate that we, uh, uh, that we don't want to eat. You know, we're, we're being force-fed some things in our country that we're kind of like, no, this is, not, this is not what I want. So I don't think either one of those is mutually exclusive. I think that we can, can be politically active and we can resist and still remain positive with our intent to say our intent is to, to see our country thrive, you know, rather than, than all the discord and disharmony that's going on right now. 
look at all the look at all the protests that are going on right now. I mean, it's. I get up in the morning, and I told you this the other day when we talked. I get up in the morning and I say to myself, "What fresh new hell is coming at us today?" Right. And every day, it's just a constant assault and a constant barrage. And I think raising the vibration, it almost starts with finding a way that we cannot succumb to this, that that we individually, we have to start with ourselves, that we individually are not, we're not adversely affected to the point to where we just want to curl up in a ball and, and lie on the couch and just just go, there's nothing I can do about it. You know, this is this is the fate this is, these are the cards that have been dealt to us. So, you know, individually it has to start with with ourselves finding something inside of us that says we're gonna to try to positively move on and then a word that I kind of you kind of made me use this word, and you didn't make me, but I, I kind of, quote-unquote, purloined this word from you, and that is find your tribe. And I think that's what you need to do. You need to find like-minded people or those folks that share your beliefs and share your your feelings, not clones of you, but share 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 what you believe. And, and become a part of those people become a, a community it's it's it, right now it's a matter of survival I, I, I right now i'm kind of in survival mode and i think a lot of us are and that's honestly darling that is a scary damned place to be oh absolutely and i agree with you and so let me just say and i've talked about this on the show a couple times i'm sure the day after the election and i'm sure p- part of the of the the destitution was the fact it was my mama's birthday and my first without her because she passed so suddenly. Um, I thought, you know, I've said I was going to spend the rest of my life in this country and in this city. And um, there are a lot of things in my life I thought I was going to do. And I'm coming up on, you know, my half century on April 2nd. Maybe, maybe it's time for a change. And maybe if I sold everything I own, I could buy a nice little place in Ireland and, and live out my time there. And at the same time, you know, the, the Ireland Immigration uh, bo- uh, uh, Committee or board or whatever they are was <laughs> put something up that basically said, hey, Irish Americans, come back, we'll take you. So I thought, you know, I maybe it's time to do something different. And maybe your life isn't always going to be what you think your life is going to be. And I sort of pondered that for a while and I had been you know wanting for a while since my mom passed in March to do something in her honor I didn't know what and it just the universe has just kind of pushed me for the last three or four years harder and harder in the direction of of being a spiritualist uh, every bit as much if not more so than I am an artist now and and have always been a humanist and I thought, you know, maybe maybe it's time just to give up. And I love this country. I'm one of those people that I don't even want to travel out of this country. I've never wanted to live anywhere else. But there was such there was such a a, a horrible um, for me almost like a it was like a visceral wave of negativity that hit me. And it wasn't about the president, the current president, the sitting president. 
It was about the people that followed him and really resonated with his message of bullying and then became bullies themselves. And I saw it happening all around me. I saw it happening on Facebook and Twitter. I, you hear people, you know, talking about their experiences when you're in a coffee shop. Because, you know, this is the original uh, kumbaya liberal city. So a lot of people here were, you know, moping. Like, I kept expecting Lincoln's death train to come through. I mean, people were mourning. And then I woke up on, on 11-11 on, on Veterans Day. Uh, two days later, and the whole idea for this movement kind of got downloaded to me. And as I'm sure happens to you a lot with the universe, Chip, I thought, oh, okay, so I'm not supposed to leave the country. I'm supposed to stay here and do this. And uh, honestly, I was ready to start thinking about it. And so I'm, I'm, I'm the first to tell you that I love this country, too. You know, I'm a proud American, or I have been in the past. And, you know, up until a couple of months ago, I, I you know, I was a flag-waving, you know, patriot, 100%. And I'd still fight for this country, and that's what I feel like I'm doing is fighting for this country because for the first time ever, and I mean, I've lived through a number of presidents, and there have been scandals in the past, and there have been, you know, upsets in the past with sitting administrations, with existing administrations, but never before have I felt like I've been, that I'm living under a fascist government, and there's that we don't have a president, we have a dictator. And that's just the way it feels to me. It's never felt that way before, never. And I'm more interested now, I'm daily, I'm monitoring what's going on in this country. And what can I do? You know, I don't know what I can do, but I'm going to put my opinions out there. I'm going to speak out against what I feel is going on that's wrong. And that's the way that I'm doing my part for whatever to, to at least go, uh-uh, wait a minute, no, this is not going to go. And, and the problem is, I think for, for a lot of people, what do we do? How do we, how do we resist? How do we say no? You know, and I think that's where a lot of people are at right now. They're just trying to figure it out and absorb it and, and not, let it, not let it debilitate them. You know, you just... You, and it does. I mean, when I look at some of the stuff that's going on, Sheena, I mean, you know, it's, it's the true definition of fascism. Someone sent me tonight, just so you know, one of my friends on Facebook went to the Holocaust Museum, okay? They went to the Holocaust Museum, and they took a picture of a sign at the Holocaust Museum that says, Early Warning Signs of Fascism. And you go down that list... And without having to stretch anything too far to make it fit, you kind of go, holy crap. It 100% fits with what's going on in our country today. And I believe that we have to be vigilant and not allow this to occur. You know, history has a way of repeating itself. And, you know, hashtag Nazis. And, I, and that's not me stretching anything to make it fit. That's me saying, look at some of the parallels. And those are the things that we have to be aware of and go, not here. Back to, back to what, I would, what I've been thinking about doing. If I, here's the deal. If I didn't hate cold weather as much as I hate cold weather, I would probably seriously consider a move across the northern border or looking elsewhere at possibilities to 
expatriate. It's, it's scary, right? I mean, it, and and I understand, but I but I also believe that that we have to stay here and and fight, and and I think and that's the only reason that I haven't considered it. But then again, do you want? Someone actually said to me today because you know I, I announced that I just got got um, booked to, to do an event in the United Kingdom in England. And somebody said, are you sure they're going to let you back in? And I thought about, well, I'm not from a Middle Eastern country. I'm not, you know, I am very vocal on social media and and outspoken about my disdain for Trump and his administration. I, and then I thought, you know, and I'm a gay man. I mean, is it going to come to the point to where there's that old thing that was done by what's his name? And I, I keep forgetting his name, but it's, you know, first they came for so-and-so, then they came for so-and-so, and I said nothing. And then they came for me and there was no one left to speak to me. And, you know, that's, I'm, I'm wondering when, and it's already happened to some degree. I'm wondering when the gay community, the LGBT community, is going to really wind up completely in the crosshairs. And that's, these are the things that scare me. These, these things that if you're not a Caucasian, wealthy, Christian male, that at some point you're going to go in the crosshairs. Well, but don't you think, and, and I think that j- just from a spiritual stand, a standpoint, uh, well, and, and also from a, a sociological and historical standpoint, minority communities, because they have known what it's like to have to fight for rights that other people were just given, always have that fear that someday those rights will be taken away. And I understand that there were so many things about this last election and about our current president's campaign that trip those triggers, uh, uh, particularly, it seems, amongst my gay friends. And I'm part of that community, too, so I'm not like, oh, I know some gay people. Um, but but you, you can't let the fear swallow up your light, because if you allow the fear to swallow up your light, then one, you have nothing to fight with, and two, you, have, you don't have the, the strength that you would have if you were if you were spiritually strong and to be spiritually strong you have to keep the warmth in your core and you have to keep the light in your core and you have to keep tapping into that higher vibration it's so easy when you're being attacked and i think right now what's going on with this current administration all of us like you said that are not white heterosexual uh caucasian males all of us feel like we're being attacked and especially because uh, and not to get too political on the show, but I will for a second, especially because a candidate who was not only a woman and a lifelong fighter of civil rights, who who really was just wonderfully benevolent to anybody, irregardless of their, uh, you know, race, color, creed, religious affiliation, sexuality, gender, and because we're just coming off of having a minority president that had a very colorful administration as far as, you know, it's a small world, colorful, little bits of everybody. There is kind of a terror, like, oh, my God, now 150 years ago is back. 
But the problem with light versus dark is that the darkness feeds on your fear. So whenever I see somebody and they and it feeds on your anger. So whenever I see somebody on Facebook who's yelling and screaming and calling names and angry and and, and also having this mentality of Oh, it's all good. We're all in you know, the chicken little syndrome, right? The sky's going to fall. We're all going to go to a camp. We're all going to be shot and thrown in a pit. It's you're just allowing the darkness to win. Is there a lot of negativity in this current administration and in in this president? Well, quite possibly. Yes, there is. Uh, but what what we can't the more we're fearful and the more we're angry the more we're we're spiritually and emotionally paralyzing ourselves and that's not that's not good and also the more we're creating this division between us and them which is also terrifying and, and you know when i see I see a lot of people on Facebook and some of them are my dear beloved, you know, fellow liberals who are like, if you if you voted for him, if you know anybody that voted for him and you're still friends with them, I'm blocking you. Well, that's not that's not bringing us together. That's not making us one one nation uh, under God. That's not making us uh, one one human family on the earth. That's liberal people. Let me let me interject here, please. That's not going to happen anytime soon, darling. Well, that, and that and that comes from my own stuff, and it comes from what I'm getting. You know, I'm getting from spirit that we've got some dark days ahead of us, and that you talk about raising the vibration. And I don't think, and correct me if I'm wrong, because this is your this is your baby, this raising the vibration movement. And correct me if I'm wrong. You're not saying that we should all just hug a tree. And you know, sit, 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 and with flowers in our hair, and and chant and sing and whatever. I don't think that's what you're saying that we should do. Not I think at you're saying all. That, that collectively, collectively, we've got to find a way to not. And I used the word before: succumb to this whole uh, oppressive atmosphere that we're living under. That we've got to find a way to raise our vibration and and do whatever it is to bring a a state of well-being yeah. to not only ourselves, but to the world. And however that manifests, like I said, it starts out individually. And, you know, there are those people that I've seen that, that have said, you know, if you, if you support this one, then I don't want to have a part of you. If you support that one, I don't want to have a part of you. And I will be the first to tell you that a lot of people that I thought I knew who they were or the topic never t- came up of politics when all of a sudden we were swimming in the cesspool of the political campaigns it turned out that I discovered a lot about the people that I, I I never knew and honestly wish I never did some were relatives some were friends some were acquaintances and it was mind-numbing again there's that word the support that I saw given to behavior that was just reprehensible and there's going to be those conflicts you know i'm and and what i'm saying to you is getting you know and pulling as much back it's inevitable we're going to talk about politics it's inevitable on this on this segment we're going to talk about politics but the reality of it is i think what you're asking people to do is you're asking people to just not let themselves sink Sink in the sink in the quicksand, 
You've got to raise your vibration. You've got to find a way to keep going. You've got to be as positive as you possibly can. Whatever that happens to mean to you without going off the rails. And again, I said it. Find your community. Find those people who are like-minded to you and, and embrace that. Absolutely. Find organizations that you support. Find places where, you know, human rights organizations where you can put your time. Uh, find people that you can gather with. And I'm not saying don't protest and I'm not saying don't don't go on social media and talk about how you feel. Absolutely do that. But do not allow yourself to be consumed with hate and don't allow yourself to be consumed with fear. Okay, so if you're a doctor or you're a soldier or you're, um, you know, you're a, a civil rights activist, you're somebody who has an important thing that you're doing in the world, but you're distracted by fear, by worry, by anxiety, by depression, by anger, then you're not going to be able to be on your A game to do your job. So if we right. now all need to, as citizens of the United States of America and citizens of the world and one human family, if we need to be on our A game to push negativity and darkness out of our country and out of our world we can't be on our a game if we're completely paralyzed by fear or completely preoccupied by hate take all of the fear and all of the hate and all of those feelings and put them into a way to strengthen and fortify your spirit and your mind and your soul and your body so that you can go out and really get what you want out of this country. I mean, you can't, you, you can't, right. you know, you can't fight negativity with negativity, right? Uh, darkness doesn't drive out darkness. Martin Luther King said that beautifully. Only love drives out darkness. And the only but way we're going to drive this out is through love. Now, you don't have to have love for the president. You don't have to have love for the administration. You don't have to have love for his supporters. But you have to have love for your own tribe and your own people so you can grow your own love inside of you so you are healthy and in a place to go out and, and fight this battle for good. And it's a love for your country. It's and a love ha- for your yes. country. Not, not necessarily the status quo, because we did not have a perfect country. But you know what? Historically, the United States has been a pretty damn good place to live. You know, it's, it's certainly better than a lot of the alternatives. You know, there were things that I would have liked to have seen different in this country, of course. And I think that's the case with many people. But we, we, the, the changes that are going on right now are, are just... It's too much, too fast, too quick. And it's just, it's like, it's like you're caught up in this violent storm of change. So I think what you're saying, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, that the, the raising the vibration movement is about, it's, it, it's about taking care of yourself, taking care of those that are around you, remaining as positive as you can. But it's not saying that you can't, you can't be a fighter. You can't fight for your beliefs and, and the rights that you believe that, that yourself and others are deserving of, that you cannot, you cannot express yourself. But it's saying, you know, you've got to figure out. And, and again, I guess, I guess raising the vibration is, it, 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 again, it starts with an individual thing and then it goes collectively. 
Absolutely. Yeah, it starts with raising your own vibration. And, and no, I'm not telling anybody. I'm not. Look, I'm not saying sit around and just like it and love it and say, okay, well, maybe in eight years I'll think about doing something. That's not raising your vibration. That's doing nothing with your vibration. You have to use your vibration to be to make the world itself as light filled as it can be, allowing an administration to start to take rights of citizens away, that's a low vibration. So you have to combat that with a higher vibration. But all the time that you could spend thinking of peaceful ways to protest, thinking of ways to donate time to human rights organizations or charities, thinking of ways to you know, raise, raise money for candidates that you want to put in office, all of that time gets wasted if all of your time is spent on Facebook complaining about everything you hate and complaining about all these things that the, every single time that our current president does something you don't like, and just, oh, can you believe this? And then the name calling and then the making fun of the first lady. And none of that is vibrational raising. And I think sometimes people have in their minds, and I know a lot of Trump supporters that think they're completely right. And they think Mana is coming from yep. heaven now. And they think he's, you know, Christ incarnate. So... Um, both sides think absolutely, in, in a lot of aspects, some people on both sides think that a, everything that happens on their side is the right thing, and everyone and everything that happens on the other side is wrong, and objectivity gets lost, and when objectivity gets lost, it's impossible. You get you get stuck in a hamster wheel of hate and fear and, and being dissatisfied and depression and discourse. And then you never get off the wheel, so you can't get out and go try to change the country into what you want it to be. And that kind of hamster wheel of apathy and anger and fear is why a lot of citizens didn't get out and vote. And a lot of those people were Democrats. I mean, in, in some ways, some of our apathy had something to do with this because people were like, oh, I don't know. I don't like this one. I don't like that one. I don't like this one. And, and some of those people were very liberal people and and were, um, you know, sometimes people get lackadaisical in their need to bring light to the world and to the country. And then everyone else pays for it. You know, if we're not all working together to raise the vibration, then we're all paying for it. Well, I will tell you that it's become a challenge for me, you know, because it is, it, it is, it is just, it's, it's burdensome. It's just such a, again, we talked the other day about how it felt to me personally and like you said, different people feel different ways, but so many people said to me that after Donald Trump was elected, it felt like a death. It felt like it felt like oh, God, someone, yeah. you know, someone you know had died. And, you know, it's like we're still in the process of dealing with that. And then all these swift and, and, and not necessarily great changes come about. And you're, you're sitting here going, and again, I do. I get up in the morning and I go, what new fresh hell? What's next? And it, you sit around. I, I'm wondering how many shoes are left to drop. And evidently, there's as many shoes left to drop as there are shoes that were collected from the, 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 the 
the the Jews in the Holocaust Museum in D.C. If you've never been there, there's this whole wall of shoes that you walk through behind plexiglass that were collected, and that shows you how many, and that's only a part of it, how many people were in the camps. And that's the way it feels. When's the next shoe going to drop? And it's, it's like it's raining freaking shoes. And that's the way it feels. And, you know, you've got to put up an umbrella and go, whoa, no, hold on. And I'm trying awfully hard to keep my own... What word do I want to use? Vibration? That's a great word, and I wasn't going to use that. I was going to use a synonym of sort, but that's, that's a good choice. I'm trying awfully hard to keep myself and my vibration in a space of of positivity and saying, I'm not going to let this. I think the first step with me is I'm not going to let this defeat me. I'm not going to let this defeat me. And however I accomplish that, hopefully in positive ways, I'm not going to let this get the best of me. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to submit. I'm not going to roll over and play dead. I'm not going to become one of those people in Nazi Germany who was a victim. I don't want, there's the word, there's the word, thank you. I don't want to be a victim. I don't want to be a victim to the current administration. I don't want to be, I don't want to be victimized by the Trump administration. And that's where it has to start with me, finding the ways that I can bolster myself and say, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remain hopeful. And that's the hard part because it feels a lot like hope is dying. It feels a lot like hope is dying. And there again, you know, I, I, if it wasn't for cold weather, I thought about some place I, I visited for the first time on a cruise that I went on this past year. I visited some places in Central America, Belize and and other places in Central America and, and thought, you know, the property down there is cheap. I could build myself a little casita down there and take myself and cousin Kenny and the dogs and say, Come on, Sheena, let's go. And we could be sipping on you know, you could you could have a non alcoholic drink and so could I because neither one of us drinks much. We could we could put put some sort of a a virgin something in a in a in a coconut shell and, and with an umbrella and sip on it all day while we're sitting there fanning ourselves with a palm frond. Yeah, but in all in all honesty, and this is not a vibrational raising thing to say, then some kind of drug cartel could take over the country and we could all get chased out. I mean, stuff like yep, what's happening that, in our that, country right now could happen at any country in any country at any time and throughout the history of man it has. Then what's the solution? I mean, do we is there not a place that we can go? I mean, if that's the case, maybe maybe we're supposed to go to Canada. I have friends in Canada who are like, "Come on." You know, people up there have actually said to me, "I got space in my house for you." You know, come on, come across the border. And I'm like, I know, here's the thing that I will tell you. Honestly, we talked about my goddaughter the other day who has two dads. Sure. They are terrified that, they, that something is going to happen, that their marriage, they're legally married in the state of New York, and they're terrified that their marriage is going to be nullified and voided, 
and they're terrified that something will happen that will rip their child that they've had now for two, two and a half years. They're scared that they're going to lose their child, that all of a sudden something's going to happen and they're going to lose their child. And I'll tell you what they did. They went recently. Both of, both of the dads had passports. They went and got Ella a passport, my goddaughter a passport, so that if they've got to make a hasty run for Canada, they can make it. That scares me. Well, and that is very scary. I mean, and I'm not saying that that's not scary because it is. But I also think that people are working themselves up into a fear of something that hasn't happened yet. You know, this is not Germany. This is America. Uh, Our country was set up with a system of checks and balances for a reason. Yes, it is scary that that both uh, the Congress and the Senate and, you know, the Senate and the House are Republican leaning. And it is scary that the probably the Supreme Court will be with in, in a matter of time. But it's but there are still other people in the government who are fighting. And there are also many Republicans that are not 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 digging this program. This is not what they signed up for. Uh, they signed you, up for smaller government. They didn't sign up for this. Do you think, you know, in your in-tune self, with your sure. in-tune self, sure. <clears throat> do you think that it's at all possible that we're headed towards some sort of grand-scale civil unrest? I think that we need to make sure that doesn't happen. And that was part of my mission behind founding I Am Raising the Vibration because uh, I saw so much divisiveness and so much anger, uh, well, pretty much since the election, but especially the first couple weeks after the election. You know, um, I was just talking, I was just a guest on a radio show here yesterday, and I was telling the story that, I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but I literally came out of the womb obsessed with Abraham Lincoln. I mean, by the time... I was, you know, one, two, three years old. I was badgering my mother to uh, take me to see the log cabin, take me to Springfield, take me to Washington, show me the monument. The first photo I ever took, my parents bought me this little black and white camera on my fifth birthday, and I didn't know that you had to crank it every time you took the picture, so it's all double, triple exposed, and it's the Lincoln Monument. And I would, I would literally now, I would go to the Lincoln Monument and sit at his feet for hours. As a matter of fact, my friends run the biggest Civil War reenactment this side of the Mississippi in Huntington Beach, where I grew up. And they invited me this year, and I went, and I was so bashful around the Lincoln impersonator. I was like a child. So I grew up studying the Civil War, studying his life. And one of the things that, that I was particularly fascinated with my entire life was the, how he felt leading up to the Civil War and how he knew that the signs were not good. And he knew that there was a possibility there was going to be a civil war. And, and, uh, and, but the country had just gotten to a place where, you know, like out here with earthquakes, sometimes the pressure builds up and the earth just has to sort of belch by moving a little bit. Um, I don't, I'm, I'm horrified at the thought of that. And I think that's why we, as pacifists, need to do everything that we can to make sure that doesn't happen, because I certainly don't want that in my lifetime. Uh, but I also don't want to live in a country where no one has rights, and I don't want negativity to take over. I, I think that that it's more important, and the mission behind I Am Raising the Vibration of the Nation and the World, it's more important for us to find ways to raise our vibration and then act proactively in a peaceful way 
because, you know, if you become as negative as the campaign that our current president ran, then you're just feeding the negativity and you're giving it what it wants. And if, if your reaction to your candidate not winning is to go online and make fun of, you know, uh, the, the first lady and put, you know, half naked pictures of her up and call her various words that are synonyms for uh, a, a loose woman. Um, then you're no better than the conservatives that were saying horrible things about Hillary Clinton and how she looks and how she talks and what her voice sounds like. And Michelle Obama. And Michelle Obama, right? She was a man and Hillary Clinton's a Satanist and they're both not attractive and all that horrible stuff. You're, You're just being, you know that the quote, if you're not part of the, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. And that kind of anger and negativity coming from people who call themselves liberals, first of all, completely de- defies the definition of liberal. And secondly, it's the lowest common denominator and the lowest vibration. And all you're doing is giving the negativity what it wants. I mean, it... it well, let, me ask, let me ask you this. You say that you're coming up on your big 5 Congratulations. I, I sure on am. That, Thank you. I'm excited to have lived that long. Well, amen to that. Here's the question. Have you ever seen... I mean, have you ever really seen such a blatant outward display of discord and disharmony in this country in your life prior to this? I haven't. I mean, and like I said, I've lived through, I've lived through, and maybe part of it, and I'm sure, I'm positive that a part of it is social media. I'm absolutely certain that before social media, before the advent of the Internet, we didn't have that instant gratification of knowing stuff as much as we do now. That and television and the media. And, you know, you look at these things and we know things and we can interact more with people all around the world. So I think we're being assaulted by it more than we would have been if we were back in the good old days of the 50s and the 60s. You know, so it's one of those things. But I honestly, I see, like you said, I see so much anger and bitterness and fighting and people who just will come at each other with their fangs bared. I mean, it's like, it's like a dog fight. It's like, you know, it's, it's ugly. It's ugly. It's turned ugly. Our countries, the people in our country that are battling with each other, it's turned into an ugly battle. And again, we're back to this. How do you, how do you, how do you keep from allowing yourself to be harmed by that? How do you how do you stop yourself from being totally a victim to that? And again, it's what you said. You've got to raise your vibration, whatever that happens to mean to you, and and get in there and not I think raising your vibration honestly is just not giving up and and bringing yourself out of that 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 space of feeling defeated and get up and keep moving and and keep going and encouraging other people to do the same and again finding your tribe and and going out and and remaining true and honest to yourself as long as what you're doing you truly believe that that as my spirit guides have said and i'll tell you this i don't know if i've ever told you this story or not but my spirit guide said that the universe asks only two things of us, only two things. And that is, do no intentional harm to yourself or to others, and get happy. 
And I thought that was a pretty glib and pat answer when they delivered that. I love it. Bit of wisdom to me. Do no intentional harm to yourself or to others and get happy. And they told me, you who live in the human form tend to complicate everything. So we've simplified it for you. Here it is. It's really simple. Don't complicate it. Just think about it. And as simple as it was, Sheena, in its simplicity, it became rather all-encompassing and enormous. So if you really don't honestly set yourself, set your goal to harming yourself or anyone else, and you commit to your own happiness and success and abundance, then you're doing what Spirit's asking you to do. And by Spirit, I mean God, the universe, all that is, Yahweh, Allah, whomever, you know, spirit guides, guardians, whatever. They're the ones that are saying, do no intentional harm to yourself or to others and get happy. And that's how I try to lead my life, is trying to not... It's kind of like, is, is it the Hippocratic Oath? But first, do no harm. You know, you don't want to do any harm to anybody else or to yourself. But it also means that you've got to sometimes take a stand. You've got to sometimes flex your muscles a little bit and say, I- I'm going to stand for what I believe. I'm going to stand up, speak up, speak out for what I believe to be the higher good. And and the problem with that becomes there are people who define that in very different ways for what the higher good is. And that's the thing that's that I, I find the most disconcerting right now is like we said, there are those people that are just their, their, their belief systems, their, their ways of thinking, their opinions are so at odds with each other. You've got, it's becoming quickly an us versus them. And, and we're at raising the vibration. It's not going to be an easy thing to do. And sometimes we're going to have to struggle with it and battle with it. But in the long run, as far-flung as what raising the vibration means, we've got to remain true to it. Absolutely. Absolutely we do. And if we don't, if we don't, then God help us, we're lost. Yeah, and not only are we lost as a society and as a species, but individually each one of us is lost. Yes. You know, I see friends... And lose yourself... To lose, you know what? Losing myself would be, that's, I mean, it, that's the biggest loss. I, as a gay man, let me tell you what, it took me a long time to come to terms that I was a gay man. It took me a long time to come to terms with being able to disclose it first to those who were the closest to me, and then to openly, 100%, and publicly express my sexual identity. And I, because I didn't want to hide, and, and when I did it, I'd heard about, for years, about, oh, coming out of the closet made me feel so free, and I'd read other stories about other people having done so, and I thought, yeah, 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 you know, good for you, you know, you came out of the closet, and you feel so free and so happy, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? When I did it, I experienced just that. I felt like I didn't have to hide in the shadow, there wasn't any kind of quote-unquote, dirty little secret or anything like that. Not that it was a dirty little secret, but that's, that's kind of the, the feeling that somebody was going to, oh, what's your little secret? You know, what's, 
You know, I felt good about that fact. And I think that that's, I think that that's the self-actualization that we all need to come to is to say, look, I know myself, I'm not going to lose myself, I'm not going to backpedal, I'm not going to lose the momentum that I've gained or, wow, you know what, Spirit just delivered something I'm supposed to say to you and I'm tearing up when I say this, darling. Okay. We've come too far. And yeah. let me listen again. Okay. They want me to say it this way. We've come too far to go backwards. Absolutely. I agree. And I will tell you, as somebody who belongs to many, many fringe communities, uh, and I belong to a lot, probably 10 I could just name sitting here right now, I have been bullied by conservatives. I've been bullied by liberals. I've been bullied by straight people. I've been bullied by gay people. I've been bullied by white people. I've been bullied by people of color. You know, it, it really isn't the us and them is really about people who live in the light and people who live in the dark. And uh, I know some fellow liberals right now who are being so vicious and so horrible and every day it's how can I be horrible and you know and 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 through all of their uh, negative proselytizing making other people terrified so that people like your friends with that sweet baby your goddaughter become scared that their child is going to be taken away you know the, the fear mongering right now is terrible and you know our current president in my humble opinion, won this election through pushing a certain part of our country's population's fear buttons and fear-mongering his way into office. And now other people who profess to be liberals are fighting back with more fear. And what's happening is everyone is terrified. Now we have half of the population that's absolutely terrified to step outside their door and half of the population that's you know eyes are spinning in a circle like uh, like Kool-Aid drinking zombies that everything he does is perfect and it's like living in the zombie apocalypse and at some point somebody has to say no that's not okay and I have friends that voted for him on the I am raising the vibration.com site uh, they know they have to behave. There's no sore winner mentality and there's no sore loser mentality. You know, I don't believe in censorship and I never censor anything I do on Facebook, except on that page, if you get negative, I will erase you because I don't want your negativity interfering with our vibration. Doesn't mean you can't put out constructive criticism, but you can't be negative. And um, so far, I've only had one one post that was borderline I answered it with something very positive, and the negativity stopped uh, because most most negativity and positivity can't live in the same place. So if you meet negativity with positivity, usually negativity will run away. But if you meet negativity with more negativity, man, then it's on. And I think that's what people aren't realizing right now. I mean, do you think Donald Trump cares all all these people that are like oh and you know f you and and uh, you know f your wife and f your kids and something's wrong with your kids and i hate this and i hate you and i i hate you know i saw a picture today of somebody had taken a picture of him climbing up onto those airplane steps 
and his jacket had blown up and you could see that you know he's got kind of a you know baby's got back and they were like oh look you know he's not only mean and stupid he's also fat and i thought that's the exact thing that you would think would come out of his mouth why are you why are you becoming his puppet and mimicking him you know the only way to beat this situation is for all of us to fill ourselves with good and then for us to bring an argument that is sane that is educated that makes sense that talks about how um you know how we love this country but this is not what we think this country stands for those kind of arguments are going to make change not oh look at his buddy's fat i mean that's that's not going to get us anywhere that's just more and you think he you think he cares i think every bit of negativity that comes out he probably thinks it's fantastic yay look i got everybody angry you know well let me just tell you that this just came across my computer that i'm sitting not only did did donald trump fire the the um attorney general the acting attorney general um earlier this evening now word is coming across that he has dismissed the acting immigration and customs enforcement director well of course he has because he's he's establishing as much fear as he possibly can he's doing everything he can to scare the crap out of us but the truth is he can't do everything himself at some point, somebody will come in and check on these things. I mean, you know, no, no human being in our country is allowed to go too far. That's how our country was set up. And, and look, at what, look at the Women's March. Look at what we saw after the election with protests. I mean, I hate to say it because the thought of civil war terrifies me, but people will, there will be action if he tries to go too far. So, um, you know, and, and, you know, I, I saw something, um, um, I read a tweet today, because, you know, I love my Clintons. I read a tweet today, I get, apparently Chelsea Clinton was down there at the anti-Muslim ban in New York, tweeting from there, and, and even Hillary Clinton, who I have more respect for every day, uh, tweeted something yesterday. Um, I will actually read it to you, um, because... Uh, I stand with the people gathered across the country tonight defending our values and our Constitution. This is not who we are. And you see, that's a beautiful vibrational raising way of saying, fight your fight, but do it in an eloquent way. Right. You know? and, and this is really going to be a battle of, of, of high vibration versus low vibration. And, well, and uh, I'm hoping that because sometimes... And, and uh, you know, I'm just going to play devil's advocate you, here. Sometimes absolutely. Other people are going to play dirty. You, it, 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 sometimes you've got to get down in the dirt and root with the pigs. And I'm hoping that it doesn't come to that. But that's, that, that is playing into my fears, that it's going to get to the point to where it's going to get even dirty. It's already gotten dirty. I mean, there's already people playing really dirty. And it just feels like it's going to get dirtier. And I'm sure it is. And I'm sure it is. I mean, look at the history of the world. We've we've survived as a species through some super dark times. I mean, everything in this world isn't isn't always rosy. You know, it's 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 a constant struggle. This is soul school, and sometimes it hurts to be here. And I think this is one of those times where a lot of people are hurting. But but I will also say, because now I'll play devil's advocate, that. There are people that I know that are, you know, now spewing the hate and the fear and the we're all going to die and every gay is going to be strung up. 
talk on Facebook. The truth is, is that even before any of this happened, even before there was election, even before we even knew Donald Trump was going to run for president, those people were crap starters and they were angry about something. There are some people that are always going to be stirring the pot and are always going to be getting people upset. And what's, what, what frightens me is that those people with their doom and their worst case scenario are really terrifying people that normally would just be like, okay, so let's, let's do everything we can proactively to make a difference and let's just not worry about things till they happen. When things start happening, then that's when you protest. When, you know, with the Muslim ban, that's what we're protesting. That's what we're working against now because that's actually happening. Um, Also, as human beings, we can be very myopic and we can be very self-centered. So we see something happen to somebody else and immediately instead of thinking, oh my God, that's so horrible, that's happening to Muslims, we start thinking, oh my God, it's me next, they're coming after me. And the energy of that is just me, 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 me. It's not about who's actually being persecuted at the time. I'm much more concerned for our Muslim Americans right now than I am for any community that I belong to because right now that community is not being targeted. If that time comes, then that's a different story. But but we need to make sure that we're proactive for every community. We need to all band together. I mean, right now, all of us that don't fit into that straight, white you know, heterosexual male box, we have all become a tribe and we need to act as one and not fight against each other. I, I'm a praying kind of man and I'm doing a whole lot of praying these days. <laughs> I, I certainly it's, never thought tonight when we booked this show four weeks ago, my friend, I never thought in a million years that I would be spiritually counseling you through a radio show. <laughs> <laughs> the student has become the teacher. You know, and I'm trying. I, trust me, I'm trying so hard to not give in and and give up. I mean, it's hard not to just go. I'm, you know, I'm done. You know, I'm gonna. I'm and, and honestly, pack up my stuff and and head out of this country. Yeah. You know, there's a part of me that says. Is that the is that the best choice, you know? And I, I will tell you this: I would probably, and and this is a horrible thing for me to even say, considering how much I love the United States and how much I respect I had for my country and what a patriot I always considered myself. But at this point in time, the only thing. There's two things that keep me from saying that I would would leave this country, and that is, I don't want to have to pack up all my crap, and arson isn't an option because I don't look good in jail. So burning my house down and just leaving is not an option. <laughs> well, and how do you um, know where you're going is going to be any better? This is not an, a United, United States of America problem. This is a problem that has been and will soon be completely global. This is this is a this is a balance. This, this is a fight between light and dark. This is not something that you can go somewhere else and it'll be gone. Because look at how many countries. I mean, when Brexit happened, we were all like, "What?" And then it happened to us, and we were like, "What?" And then a couple of weeks later, it was Italy. And everybody's like, what? I mean, you, you know what I mean? This is a time, like you said, this is a time like when the Third Reich was building, where at, you know, it wasn't just Germany at the time. A lot of different countries 
were beginning to get on that same page even before they joined Germany. Italy was, and Japan was, and crazy stuff was going on in Russia at the time, and they very easily could have gone in that direction too. You know, it's 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 a whole... It's a thing, and, you know, history repeats itself because sometimes as a species, we just don't learn. So we have to just, you know, it's an end, and there is the balance of darkness and light, and that scale tips back and forth. And right now, it's it's tipping down into the, the dark pool, and uh, all we can do is band together and try to pull it back up because... You know, we can't, I, I can't, I don't run the country. I don't run the world. I can't, you know, fly in with my Superman cape and fix everything. None of us can. So we all just have to do it, uh, you know, we have to band together and, and do it as a group of collective spirits and minds because not one person can fix this overnight. And also it's only been, it's only been a week and a half. And uh, it's been a long ass week. It and has half. been a long been a, week and a half. It, yes, it it's has been a long week and a half. And you know, I think that's what's getting a lot of people to the point where they're just going, "Oh my god!" They're thinking it, this has been ten days. Ten, yeah, ten. ten, ten it's yeah. been ten days. Yeah. Do we have Do we have four, possibly eight years of this ahead of us? Because irrespective of what anybody says. You know, Trump's got a lot of people who, who, who believe that he hung the moon. He's, and, and they played on the fear. They played on the fact that he was going to make MAGA, make America great again. They thought he was going to do that. They saw him as, the, as you said, the Messiah. You know, the Messiah is coming. He, he is the savior of the people. And it, it, there were people that just couldn't see through that that facade that he was putting out there that he was going to be their rescuer the savior and that's i don't know i mean i that's the part that i that that's the part that's so hard to deal with is if this if this is what happens in the first 10 days is there going to be a reprieve is there going to be a respite when 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 does when do we reach a point to where that's all there is and what does that landscape look like once we reach that point well or uh like many things uh you know like an earthquake or like a tornado uh, sometimes these things that are so shocking and horrible so quickly burn right through and out the other side i mean this this may be a very quick thing it, it may and hopefully not- hopefully it doesn't look like nuclear holocaust and 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 nuclear holocaust chip wow i mean that's <laughs> that's really going to the worst case scenario i i don't well, think i don't think it's going to i don't think and again we have to look at the fact that he's angering a lot of people and i'm not i'm not being i'm not going to the doomsday machine you know but i'm saying that you've got a very impetuous person sitting in the white house and you know he's he's not making what a lot of people think are good decisions on both sides of the aisle and you know it's we're 10 days in and again my vibrations my talk about vibrations again my vibrations trying to be raised as much as possible for you and i think i've done a really good job of keeping it up as much as i can that sounded dirty um that's okay 
You'd be a little dirty. Your vibration can be a little randy. My vibration's up. Um, I, I, I don't want to go there, but but you know what? Hopefully, it doesn't end up to where we we're we're placing ourselves in a situation that's just so with with our, with with the rest of the world that's so fragile. Yeah, I I agree. I, I completely I completely agree and and I but I also think that you have to remember when there is a movement of darkness. So let's let's use the Third Reich as an example. There are there is true evil within that movement and there are individuals that are dark souled within that movement. And then there outside of that are a lot of people who are just narcissistic opportunists that for whatever reason the movement fits their needs. And then beyond that there are a lot of people who are just live in fear and uh, fear that something will happen to them if they go against the movement and more importantly fear that the outsider that the enemy that the quote unquote them that the movement has created as their scapegoat or their villain is going to overtake them if they don't become loyal followers of the movement so within this situation figure it's the same thing there are a lot of people who are backing this situation because they love the darkness and they're truly dark. Uh, I would say, you know, some. Surrounding that, there are a lot of people that have been looking to make a lot of changes in this country to fit their own personal and their own mostly financial agenda. And all of this dog and pony show in the end are going to benefit them, i.e. corporations win and the rich get richer. A lot of people's motivation is not social. It's not about ending gay marriage. It's not about getting rid of abortion. It's about throwing fanatical people a couple of bones so you can get what you want financially. And then beyond that, there is an enormous amount of people, a voting population and endorsers that have just been terrified that there are, you know, brown people that are going to come from other countries and take everything over, that we're going to give everything to minorities and every hardworking white person is going to lose their job, that white people have become devalued, people that live in a place of fear. And their fear, those people, in a very twisted, jacked up way, matches the fear on the other side of people from minority communities who are screaming from the rafters like Chicken Little that we're all going to die, they're all coming for us, and we're all going to get strung up. So it's a lot of fear-mongering. And when things happen like a Salem or an Inquisition or a Third Reich, usually what's going on in there is, is you know, what the, the darkness starts it, but it gets raised up by the fear, by the fearful people. And in our country, there are a lot of people right now who don't quite know what to think. They think they're Democrats, but they bought a lot of the garbage that was put out there uh, and hacked to make Hillary Clinton look bad. Um, they'd like a more smaller government, but they're not, you know, radical social conservatives. They're people that would like to think of themselves as independents, but they don't really know what that means. And they're kind of sitting with their head between their legs and their hands on their ears like you do before a plane crash because they really just want all the hate and the yelling to stop. And so they're paralyzed and doing nothing. And those are the people, that group of people that, that along with my own tribe, I'm really trying to grab 
on I'mRaisingTheVibration.com. And I have grabbed a lot of them. I spent this weekend emailing a lot of people that I knew and inviting them to join the, the, uh, the movement. And we gained like 250 people or something this week. Uh, I was home, you know, sick, trying to get my heartbeat right, which thank God now I have for now and uh, or hopefully for always. And while I could basically just sit on the bed with a blanket wrapped around me, I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to just start reaching out to people that I know and inviting them. And a lot of people were like, of course. A lot of people were like, well, I think you might be a little uh, kumbaya, mamby-pamby about this, but I'll do it because I love you. And then there were a lot of people that wanted to have a dialogue with me about it. And I was amazed by how many people actually went and joined the movement once I explain to them the importance of raising your light, it doesn't mean you can't vote Republican. It doesn't mean you couldn't have checked this box or that box during an election. It means that you are fighting for what's best for our country and its citizens. And that group, that fence-sitting group, right, that's the group the politicians always try to grab. Even for a, a, a movement of light, those are the most important people. Because they're the ones that are just kind of like, I just want it all to stop, and I don't know how to do it. Um, And I think a lot of people feel that way. And I think more people should feel that way. And it's just, we've got some dark days ahead of us. There's no doubt about it. We've got some dark days ahead of us. So we've just got to remain as as much as possible and, and struggle with this as much as we can, and I think that that's why we need those people that are out there that are our tribe, because in this struggle, we can shore each other up, we can bolster each other up, we can, we can help each other through these dark days. We can, we can, there's power in numbers, there's, there's strength in numbers, and I think that that's what it's going to take. So. Every person, this is what I would think, every person is going to kind of interpret, raise your vibration a little bit differently. And that's great. And I think that's wonderful, but, but as long as it's done with a sense of, of positivity, of, of doing no harm to yourself or to others, and getting happy and pushing forth those things that are, are good and right and true, you know, not bigotry, not hatred, not... You have to believe what I believe or you're wrong. You know, there should be none of that. You know, there's, we're all individual and we're all different. But you are getting, you are getting, how do I want to word this? You are, it's almost like you're getting ahead of the curve here. And you're doing something that's, almost ahead of its time, but you're wise enough to get it going now. And I think that that it's going to take people some time to understand what you're trying to go for and that you're not pushing your own agenda on it. You're giving some ideas and some guidelines for what you believe it is, but each person has to personalize that. But I think what you're – and correct me if I'm wrong – I think what you're saying is there is strength in numbers and a collective, collective positive thought of saying we're not going to give in, we're not going to give up, we are going to fight for those things that we believe that are right. I think that's what your movement's all about. Am I wrong? It's absolutely what it's about. It's about, it's about stepping into the light and, uh, and fighting for light and fighting for, 
for um, for spiritual and social and emotional freedoms for everyone and political freedoms for everyone. It's about everyone finding a common ground. Uh, people realizing that um, that divisiveness is wrong and that separatism is wrong. And that whatever powers that be have turned us on each other. You know, Democrat and Republican, and, and, and the political, sociopolitical aspect is just one part of raising the vibration. There's, you know, the huge spiritual part as well. But, um, you know, it was just supposed to be, do you want more social programs or less? Bigger government, smaller government. It wasn't supposed to start getting in people's bedrooms and in their uteruses and, and telling them who they could love and what they could say and, and ranking people by, uh, you know, what color they are, how much money they have. I mean, that's, that's all stuff. That's, all of that social stuff was not supposed to be what it was about. And I think there are a lot of people that are like, wait a minute, I don't even know what to do or what to think or how to vote anymore because I don't feel like any of this resonates with me. And, and there are a lot of people who, who don't, because of how they voted or because of how their friends voted, they don't want to become, um, they don't want to fight with everybody. They don't want to be at war with their neighbor. They don't want to be at war with their cousins. Uh, they don't want to be at war with their brothers and sisters or their spouses. You know, it's about everyone finding a way to come together in in peace and for what is right. Uh, you know, I'm not saying you're not welcome if you're a Republican. I'm not saying Republicans can't be a part of it because because you know what, Republicans are living, breathing, sentient people too. Now, if you're a if you're a rabid. Uh, conservative that just wants to bring hate and talk about how everybody's wrong but you, then this is not the place for you. You know, I had a, a conversation yesterday with a Facebook and radio listener, Facebook friend and radio listener, who is, is what he considers to be a devout Christian. It's, a, it's much different than my idea of what Christianity is, but it's, it's his idea of Christianity. And he said he couldn't get behind the movement. And I said, I don't understand, because wasn't what Jesus talked about, vibration raising, and wasn't that sort of the whole Jesus talked about what peace, community, connection, love. These are all the things that the, that the movement stands for. And, and I said to him, I too am an enormous follower of the teachings of Christ. And I think he was terrific and uh, an amazing soul with a lot to share with the world. And so I think it's exactly where every Christian belongs. And he basically sent me something back um, that was a very, you know, very polite F you that basically said that, that in the Bible, he said that in the Bible, God was mean and the snake in the tree was nice. So every Christian knows that when somebody's talking about positivity and vibration raising, it's because they're a snake in the tree. And that as far as Jesus talking about all the things I professed he talked about, Jesus said, you can't get to God but through me. So basically, um, uh, if you're doing anything that's, that's interfaith or multi-faith, uh, it's, it's all basically uh, the work of the devil. And I thought, wow, well, I guess if you look at it that way, then you're right. This is exactly where you don't belong. <laughs> but, but I was a little taken aback. I actually had to make a copy of it. And send it off to my best friend and say, okay, am I crazy? Or is this completely bizarre? And she was like, I don't, I, so I don't get it. So, so God's mean and the devil's nice? Like, what is this about? And I'm like, I, I guess. So if you are a person that your politics are sort of the, the negativity to our positivity or your spiritual beliefs, your sociological beliefs are the flip that you really believe that persecuting people and judging them and separating them 
and you know the op- not acting kind. If if that's really your gig, then this is absolutely where you don't belong. But I have a hard time believing that that every person of of a traditional Judeo Christian faith, or every person who puts who has an R behind their name and checks the R box, really wants that kind of divisiveness and hate in their lives. And uh, and in the world around them, I just I just don't believe that. Me, you know, I hope that's a place I never get to. I don't want to be to that place either. I don't want to, be, you know, I don't want to live my life. I I tell people, you know, when I talk to groups, one of the things that I say all the time is, I'm not here to convince or convert you to my ways of thinking. You know, that's not my job. It's none of my business what you believe. It's none of your business what I believe. You know, we can share our beliefs with each other, but hopefully we're not going to get into a battle royale over those beliefs. We can, you know, chances are my belief system's not going to change greatly, and neither is yours. So it becomes a matter of peaceful coexistence that hopefully can happen. But unfortunately, in the climate that we're in today, peaceful coexistence is, 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 is unlikely to happen because people, there's a lot of fighting going on. But I try to tell people, don't tell me what I can believe and what I can't. I won't do that to you, so don't do it to me. Um, that being said, I, I'm going to keep as positive as I can. I'm going to keep as resolute as I can. I'm going to keep expressing myself as much as I can. But I'm going to not try to go to that nasty, negative place. But you and I are both Irish. And there's a part of us that if somebody pushes us too hard, then we are going to react. But it's not, there's so many people that come at you with ad hominems. They make, they make nasty comments oh, yeah. that have, have absolutely nothing to do with the argument at hand or the discussion at hand. They, they, they try to hit below the belt and call you ignorant for what you believe or stupid or, you know, you're a snowflake or you're, <clears throat> you know, you're a libtard or whatever. And that's. That's juvenile rhetoric from a person that just doesn't have a clue on how to, to, to have a discussion without trying to hit below the belt. Um, if that person was chastising you for your beliefs or, or, or your thoughts or your opinions, then that person doesn't belong in your movement because that's not what your movement's about. I, I would venture to say that the, the majority of people on there are not 100% like-minded, and that's not what you're looking for. You're just looking for those people that are saying, <clears throat> I'm, I'm a part of this to say that I believe that I'm going to do my individual part and whenever possible my collective part to remain true to myself, remain true to my beliefs, and and stand firm and tall and and not not give in, not give up, not turn to the point to where I, I, I feel like I'm doing more harm than good. Good for you, because no, because then you can't you, you have so much light and you have to bring it to the world. You can't, you can't let you, know, what was that poster in the seventies? Don't let the suckers get you down. Don't. And that's like, you know, energy suckers. Don't let the suckers get you down. And also, you know what I I'm do? Glad, I'm glad that you said that word again, because I didn't, I didn't know what word I'd heard to begin. Oh. And, and I, and then I heard suckers and I'm like, 
Oh, okay, good. (laughs) Well, don't let either one get you down because they're basically the same. We have to take a break really quick, and then we're right back with the wonderful Chip Coffee after this. It's Raising the Vibration right here on LA Talk Radio, and we'll see you in just moments with more vibrational raising and cool talk right here on LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Raising the Vibration with Sheena Metal only on LA Talk Radio. Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. As difficult as it is to believe, there are places in Africa where human traffickers sell albino children and their body parts for use in magic rituals. Humanity Healing International is actively working in Uganda to change this paradigm. The Albino Rescue Project finds albino children who are at risk and places them in safe schools and environments where they can learn and grow free from fear. To learn more or to sponsor a child, visit HumanityHealing.org. Humanity Healing is where your heart is. Om Times Magazine is one of the leading online content providers of positivity, wellness, and personal empowerment. A philanthropic organization, their net proceeds are funneled to support worldwide charity initiatives via Humanity Healing International. Through their commitment to creating community and providing conscious content, they aspire to uplift humanity on a global scale. Om Times, co-creating a more conscious lifestyle. California legislator sends Bill SB 524 to Governor Brown to protect youth against institutional abuse. This bill would regulate residential programs notorious for abusing, attempting to convert LGBT youth. Let's be the change. Every child deserves to be treated with dignity and humanity. Stand with the Los Angeles LGBT Center and SIA organization against child abuse. Support SB 524. Go to PYIA.org and let your voice be heard. Alcohol-related harm affects us all. Everyone knows someone who's been touched. Alcohol-related harm ranges from lost jobs to serious mental and physical disease, from ruined family life to property damage, from violent crime to homelessness, death, or prison. Go to alcoholjustice.org and sign up for Action Alerts and E-News. Then you'll be ready to add your voice to many others when it's time to call for action that will reduce alcohol-related harm. Hello, this is Larry Russ, former keyboardist and vocalist for Iron Butterfly, and I'm here to tell you about that abuse is an epidemic in our world. Abuse has many forms, spousal and child abuse, sex and human traffic victims, and sexual abuse. Musicians Against Abuse wants to do something about it, and you can help. Contact maabuse.com. That's m-a-a-b-u-s-e.com. Join me and let's do something about it. maabuse.com. Guitar, an amazing instrument. It has developed into an incredible voice in today's music. So many types of guitars, so many styles of playing, all sorts of gear. 
How does one make their voice be heard as a guitarist? My name is Jeff Floro and welcome to All About Guitar, where we talk tone, we talk technique, we talk gear. Discover how we can become better musicians in a world of constantly changing technologies, where we take a good look at everything guitar, and sometimes not exactly guitar, but just as important, so we can be more successful as a musician in today's music scene. So join me 8 p.m. Pacific Time, 11 p.m. Eastern Time at www.latalkradio.com on Channel One, and let's explore all about guitar. When Debbie Fragner gave birth to Maddie, she imagined a world of possibilities. But when her daughter was diagnosed with cerebral palsy, a neurological condition that impacts a person's ability to move and maintain balance, she had to adjust her expectations. Cerebral palsy affects 1 in 323 children in the U.S. While this diagnosis may limit Maddie's physical abilities, it doesn't limit her ability to dream. Maddie is now 9 and has a dream to dance which inspired the creation of the Children's Cerebral Palsy Movement, a nonprofit dedicated to the design and funding of innovative therapies that address not only the physical challenges of these children, but their dreams as well. As part of their Community Giving Day program, Whole Foods Market will donate 5% of net day sales to our movement on June 15th at their Tustin location and June 22nd in Newport Beach. Your purchases on these days will help further our cause. For more information, please call 714-746-4085. That's 714-746-4085. Irreverent. Entertaining. Cool. You're listening to L.A. Talk Radio. You're listening to Raising the Vibration with Sheena Metal, only on L.A. Talk Radio. It's Raising the Vibration right here on L.A. Talk Radio. For more info about the show, you can go to RaisingTheVibrationRadio.com. You can also go to LATalkRadio.com or you can join our movement and uh, uh, like our Facebook page at IamRaisingTheVibration.com. Uh, soon that's going to become a website. Uh, we're going to keep the Facebook page. And an b- exciting announcement. I'm here with m- the wonderful Chip Coffee about to make this exciting announcement, who is my guest all this show. Uh, not only is this our fourth uh, Raising the Vibration radio, so we're a month old. Uh, and thank you for being my month anniversary guest, Chip. But also on Sunday, we hit 1,500. So we're over 1,500 strong as far as the movement. And considering we're only two and a half months old, I think that's kind of amazing. I think it's amazing. Congratulations. And uh, that's 1,500 people that are thinking about ways to make the world a better place. And uh, that makes me so happy that I seriously want to cry. So I think about how when I, I broadcast my daily show, The Sheena Metal Experience from the Hollywood Improv, four times a year. And that's 200. We sell it out. So that's 200 people. So you figure it's that times almost eight. Eight, eight full improvs is how many... Uh, how many people that we uh, we have in this movement in just two and a half months. And I'm so honored and so honored for how many friends are sharing it on their Facebook pages and on their Twitter and on their Instagram. And, and please feel free to do that. 
And uh, feel free to email me and uh, uh, through Facebook, or you can uh, email me through SheenaMetal.com or SheenaMetalExperience. It's my daily show here, .com, while we're trying to get the website up. And, and also, I'm, I'm blogging, Chip. Who knew I would become a blogger? Is that a little scary? But I started writing a piece, and it's, it's spiritual, but it's also very sociopolitical. And uh, it's about unity and... Um, Uh, You know, so I guess now I do that. I don't even have any idea. I just let the universe guide me through this and I just follow. I'm just this. I'm just the servant of the universe at this point. You are the channel girl. I am. That's it. I am the channel. I don't. You are the channel. I'm just. I'm just. You know, following my nose through the the way I think I'm supposed to go and and following the light. And I guess I'm learning a, a lot of things about myself and a lot of things about the world around me and a lot of wonderful things about my tribe. And, uh, you know, I think this is a year where we're really discovering who belongs with us in our world and our lives and who doesn't. Well, not like in the world, like these people don't belong in the world, but in our own personal world, uh, this has been a, a very enlightening two and a half months. I've lost a lot of friends. I've gained a lot of friends and I've become less close to some and more close to others. And, I just think there's a lesson, a spiritual lesson in everything and an emotional lesson in everything. And we sure are uh, getting a lot of lessons right now, right? It's like being in, it's like the med school curriculum for spirituality the last two and a half months. Well, and you know what you've done is a very noble thing. And it's a very honorable thing. And I'm going to just give you your kudos, your props, and your bravas. Thank you. And tell you, tell you that I think you will agree with the fact that the movement is evolving. Oh, yeah. It's in an evolutionary process, which I think is great. I think that that as it becomes more clearly defined collectively that you can take what it is that you need from it and give what you need to it sure. individually. And that, again, I think... I think you're ahead of the curve. I think you... Somebody said about the Psychic Kids show that I did that it was ahead of its time. Yeah, sure it was. That that it was one of those things that people weren't quite ready to hear it at that point in time. And I'm suspecting from an intuitive standpoint and just a rational standpoint that that may be the case with your race, the vibration movement also. That you're going to see it it's, I mean, it's already taken off very nicely, but I think you're going to see it as it evolves. And as time goes by, it will gain momentum and gain steam. And people who might not at this point in time get it will begin to get it. I, I agree. I absolutely agree. And and I think that, um, you know, it's it's made me be so present and so, I mean, I've always been in service, but I mean, I feel like I'm actively in service. I feel like I was in the reserves before and now I'm in active duty. Uh, and this has been a crazy two and a half months, but you know, every single day I write something and I find a nice graphic to go with it and I post something inspirational every single day. And uh, even the times I've been in the hospital and the times I've been homesick, um, I find something inspirational to say every day because there are people that need that. I don't know why I feel that there are people that need that. And I, I don't think I'm somebody who, 
uh, ever thought I would be saying something inspirational every day. And some days I don't feel terribly inspirational. But I'm in the hot tub or I'm in the shower or I'm walking or I'm sitting in a bed in the ICU at a hospital and I suddenly think, you know what, an idea comes in my head and I think, I'm going to write a little thing about that and post it on Facebook. And I sort of hope in a way that at least that's counterbalancing one other person on Facebook who's putting negative things. Well, and you know, the other day when, when I was on your other show... We talked about Polly Perrette, who plays Abby on NCIS. And let's go back to her, and I think this is a really good... This correlates very well to what you're trying to do. And we talked about 12s and 21s and how those numbers run rampant through my life and that we both share a 1221 tattoo. I got mine because of her. But 1221 to Polly, I found out, means... 1221, Romans 1221 from the Bible, and it means do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Beautiful. And that's that's such a beautiful, beautiful verse that she has suffered a stalker ex-husband. She's been, I mean, it's been a nightmare for her, the things that she's had to endure and go through in her life at certain points, but she's not let that defeat her. So I don't know if you know this about her or not, or I don't, I don't remember if I told you this because I've got an old brain. It's kind of like Abby normal, but <clears throat> what she does is she lives by that credo. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Every time something negative happens in her life, instead of, allowing it to defeat her or beat her down, she will always try to overcome evil with good, such as if something bad happens to her, she will go to the bank and get $500 in $5 bills and go pass them out to the homeless people on Hollywood Boulevard. Or she'll go to the store and buy socks, which feed problems, I understand, with the homeless you know, that they could have horrible problems with their feet. She'll go buy pairs of socks and pass them out on Hollywood Boulevard. She'll go buy $500 worth of pizza. And she has the money, thank goodness. She's making a good living that she can afford to do this, and she's generous enough to do it. She'll go buy boxes of pizza and stack them up and pass them out to the people on Hollywood Boulevard. And that's lovely. It's fantastic. It's beautiful. That's lovely. That's the way that she is able to say, I'm not going to succumb to the evil. I'm not going to bend and bow. You may, and I'm going to start crying here, you may beat me up, but you won't beat me down. That's it. And that's exactly, that's exactly it. You can take everything, but you can't take my vibration. You can't have access to my soul. And, and um, you know, people do horrible things to each other in this world. Life does horrible things to you. You know, uh, I, I lost my mom with no warning. A couple of months later, my best friend was like my sister got diagnosed with cancer. And the, the, the two of us are just kind of pulling each other through this crazy time. You know, stuff happens to you. But it's, it's, it's how you, my mama used to always say, you can't help what's happened to you, but you can help what you do about it. And it, it really is. We're, a lot of us, all of us are being tested right now, hugely, bigly. 
but I had to say it. But you, but but you know to. And, and it's it's what are you going to do with it? How do you want the world to see your true colors? Uh, do you want them to see you as somebody who's making a, a, an intellectual, kind, peaceful argument for why you're mad as hell and you're not going to take it anymore? Or do you want them to see insults and name calling and looting and and you know bashing car windshields? I mean, this is this is not good. This is this is feeding negativity. Don't. Don't feed negativity. It's interesting what you were talking about right before the break, and I wanted to take the break at that time because we were overdue, about how I deal now with people on Facebook. Now, keep in mind, I am Irish and a fire sign, and I have a fiery temper. You know, I say that, but I don't even know that it's that way anymore, Chip. I had a fiery temper. When people come at me now and they try to start fights and problems, uh, the way that I deal with it is I send them back something very, very kind, and then I walk away. And it's amazing. Two things happen. Either they fold and get nice because they're just bullies, or they continue to be evil, and now they're fighting with the air because I'm gone. And it's sort of like Martin Luther King's darkness can't drive out darkness, only light can. When a, when a person who is, is, has darkness in them or is acting darkly uh, comes up to you and says, you know, uh, I, I hate you and you're an a-hole, and then you turn around and you scream back at them, well, I hate you too and you're an a-hole, they actually become happy because for negative people, our positive is their negative. So the things that are like throwing water on the wicked witch for them are love, peace, kindness, gentleness. These are the things they yep. can't stand. So if you really, you know really, what? really want to get them, throw that stuff at them. And the deal about it is a lot of people just want to fight. Yeah. And you know what? Here's, I use this analogy a lot. Arguing with some people is like rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. The ship's still going to sink. Nothing's going to change. You're just, it's, it's an exercise in futility. So why are you even bothering to argue with those people? As someone who is a quote-unquote celebrity or a well-known person or a fairly well-known person, I'm not going to be egotistical here, but I will tell you that I have a lot of followers on social media. And the reality is that I'll have people come at me with their fangs bared, and sometimes if they're really nasty, I'll try to just go, you know, you're not allowed to be nasty to me on that page. How dare you be nasty to me? That's not that's not called for. I'll just. But then again, if they get to a point, you're a much better person than I am because I'll tell them to f off. You know, I, honestly, I'll just and then I'll block them. But nothing's going to change. The reality is, if they've got the mindset, chances are I'm not going to change my opinions greatly, and they're probably not going to change theirs either. So again, arguing with people and getting into these big internet fights or even even in-person fights, nothing's really going to change. So you've got to just stand for what it is that you believe in and and soldier on. Yeah, and, and so really, that's, yes. That's, that's how I'm trying to lead my life at this point in time. You have to. And, and if you want to think of it from a, from a vengeful, I gotcha t- uh, angle, you, which is, you know, not the highest vibration, but we all have those moments. Then think of it like this. The best way to really get a bully is return them, return niceness. And if you, it gets to the point where that's not working, then you just walk away because the two things that negativity can't stand are kindness and order and being ignored. 
So if it starts, just ignore it. You know, if if I was I was looking at, um, uh, you know, I was looking at, at how many people that I know that profess to hate our current president uh, vehemently follow him on Twitter. It's like, well, but basically, yeah. so basically, and on you're, Facebook, you're, I'm like some of the people that 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 are like putting, and I think it's just to keep a watchful eye, honestly. I think it's basically just to but keep a but you can go look him up without following. It's it's so interesting because I was looking yesterday at, at Hillary Clinton's Twitter numbers versus his, and hers were like twelve point five million, and hers his were like forty three point five million. But she like crushed him by millions in the popular vote, which means a lot of people who voted for her are following him on Twitter, and and that is how. I bet a lot of people who firmly did not believe in what Hitler was doing in the early days still went to go watch the rallies because they were entertainment. And this is this is being part of the problem and not being part of the solution. You know, it's like you just we're more interested sometimes as human beings in things we hate than we are in things we love, which is why we're always chasing down, you know, the lover that's difficult or, you know, and then somebody normal loves you and you're like, oh, I don't I don't want you. I want the crazy one that's not interested in me. We need I want the crazy. I want the crazy one who's got. This multitude of, of mental health problems yes. and, and addictions and treats me like crap. Right. We need we, to stop amazing, doing that. It's amazing how we get so caught up in the status quo. I mean, we lots of us don't know how to function outside of dysfunction. That's true. And I think that's a lot of the country's relationship with our current president is we finally found, you know, a real jacked up bad boy to follow. And it's fascinating. And talking about it is funny. And your friends laugh and retweet you when you make jokes about Orange and you may call different names. And now I'm getting attention because I'm more popular with my friends than I've ever been just for making fun of him so you're feeding the negativity and it's only growing negativity inside you and then you can't turn around and say look anybody who gives him that much attention and then complains because he has so much attention is just as guilty as all of these people that supported him and then are all going to cry and freak out when he disallows all the social programs that they're on it's the same thing it's like you either are for it or you're not for it and if you really claim to be so hateful of it then stop giving it attention well, and I do think that we need to keep the heat going on him because I don't think I think that's that if great. We, if we disagree with what he's doing, but we need to do it in an appropriate manner, right? But and I'm the yes. first to admit I've called him I've called him Cheeto Hitler. I've called him that. Well, and yeah, you I, can. And I'm the first one that will say I've called him the Fuhrer. You know, and, but, but you know what? That's what he feels like to, to me. I have nothing but contempt for the man. And, and, and you're allowed. I have nothing but contempt for the man. And you know that that I think that he's he's trying to run the country, but instead you need to add an I in there. He's going to ruin the country, and we've got to not allow him to get away with taking us in a direction that is going to completely make America unrecognizable to us. And, and I he's agree. He's going to take our country completely away from us. But you know, I, I see that we're kind of coming up to the end of what we're going to do. But I want to I want to want to get this end before we're we're done here, and that is, you've taken a brave stand. You've taken a lot of hits in the not too distant, uh, not too distant past. 
you've taken some hits to yourself personally and professionally. Yeah. And, and you've remained true to yourself through a lot of that stuff crap, uh-huh. a lot of crap. And you've gone through the loss of your mom. You've gone through the loss of your health at certain points in time. And uh, you're still in a have. recuperative pattern. And you are an inspiration to a great many people, including myself, from the standpoint that you have this steadfast resolve and resilience to you that is encouraging and invigorating, and I applaud you greatly for that. Thank you. You you inspire a lot of people, and I will, I will tell you as a psychic, what you're doing is valuable from what I hear from your spirit guides, and that what you're doing is meaningful, and that they've got your back and they want you to succeed in this. But here's the thing that I'm going to read you for here. Out of all that strength, it's kind of like something that was said to me once, that I allow a lot of people to cry on my shoulder, but whose shoulder do I have to cry on? Realize also that there are those of us out here who will be bolstered by your strength, but also know that when you need to be bolstered by ours, that we're here for you as well. Thank you, my friend. That means so much to me. And that's We are here for you as well. We are we are your and I use the word I love this word. I, I kind of coined this phrase, family. It's friends that are family. We are your family. And you know, I love having a family. I don't have much family left. I've got a few cousins. That's the that's the extent of my family on both sides that are left. But I sure do embrace my family. I sure do embrace those people who are not DNA connected to me, but they're connected on a level that's 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 bigger and thicker and greater than blood. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. And you know I would do anything for you. Absolutely anything. Well, you know, you know, I told you when you were sick, I said, say the word, I'll hop on a plane. And I'd fly across the country and I would do whatever I could for you. And that's that that is without that's without condition darling there's no conditions on that thank you thank you that's wonderful and i was just thinking today that uh in my recuperative period after i get my mom's house settled and i'm taking care of myself that i would love to come out and see you and cousin kenny and hang out with you guys. oh my god he'll cook for us i would love and just chill we don't have to do anything we can just sit in front of the tv and chill you know, well, and you need to come. We had planned on trying to do a Mothman thing at one point in time. Let's do it. That, that sort of, you know, and that can be revisited again. But the thing that I'm saying is this also, you know, you talked about, have you been, to, you've been to Gettysburg, right? I love it. I haven't been in so long since I was little. Well, you know what? We should do a Gettysburg trip or we should do something. You and Kenny, he is, I don't know if you know this about Cousin Kenny who lives with me. He's my dad's sister's son. But, you know, here's the deal. He's a huge history buff, and he loves Civil War. Oh, oh Cousin Kenny oh, and I are going to have fun while he cooks you, for you us. And he could sit and have long, delightful conversations about, and he loves Gettysburg. I mean, he loves him some Gettysburg, and he loves him some Abraham Lincoln. So the two of you, I probably would watch, you know, Mariska Hargitay on 
Law and Order SVU reruns because I, I would just leave the two of you at it. I couldn't get a word in edgewise anyway. It's fantastic. So it's I just, would just let the two of you have at it, and I would just give you your time and space while I kind of went off and did my own thing. And you're welcome here anytime. And we need to, We just need to travel together. We've we've threatened to do that. In I know. The past. And let's do it. Yes, you let and me know. You know what? And let's 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 walk the walk and talk the talk both. And let's. Let's just think about some things in 2000. Let's not let 2017 get away from us without just going someplace and and kicking it. I'd love it. I'd love it. And I love you so much, my friend. Where can people find you online? Chipcoffee.com. C-H-I-P-C-O-F-F-E-Y.com. You are amazing, and thank you so much for being here with me tonight and for helping me, as you always do, to raise the vibration and for always asking what you can do to make the world a better place because I know you make my life a much better place. It's Raising the Vibration right here on L.A. Talk Radio. If you're looking for us, RaisingTheVibrationRadio.com, LATalkRadio.com. I'm at SheenaMetal.com on social media. I'm at SheenaMetal everywhere. And you can also join our movement at IamRaisingTheVibration.com. Until we see you next time, Keep raising it. Stay positive. Stay in a place of peace, love, kindness, and unity. Those are the four words that I am raising the vibration of the nation and the world are all about. Keep raising your vibration. And if you need someone to convince you that you need to keep doing that, email me, find me on social media, and I will. Uh, I'm your host, Sheena Metal, and I'm the founder of I Am Raising the Vibration of the Nation and the World. And you know what? I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. I love you all. You're listening to Raising the Vibration with Sheena Metal, only on L.A. Talk Radio. Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to L.A. Talk Radio.